Hello and welcome to the Entrequeer Show with Asa Laveau. I am your divinely queer host, Asa Laveau. And if you have no idea, like, what in the whole world uh, the Entrequeer podcast is about, I'm here to inform you, first off, that you're welcome, wanted, and appreciated. That's number one. The next thing is to let you know what the term Entrequeer is all about. And so it started with the desire to allow two worlds to come together. I no longer wanted to only talk about things that were LGBTQ specific and one a part of my life and then talk about entrepreneurship, business, and all of that in another area of my life. I desired a place where I could be 100% authentic to all sides of who I be and who I be and who you be is definitely important. Why? Because we are human beings and not human doings. So I say all that because I feel that you're likely the same way. You don't want to have to go to one podcast, talk about, you know, uh, sexuality and different things within the LGBTQ plus place. But you also decided to know, okay, like I have this dream, either I want to be a makeup artist or a designer or a childcare provider or a coach or an author. You want to know how to do those things as well. And so I desire to be your one-stop shop for the, that, the intersection that serves uh, divine uh, people who are queer as well as entrepreneurs. So that's how we came to the term entrequeer I, again, hope you are having a blissfully exciting, joyful um, day of exuberation, of productivity. And if you're not being productive, I hope you're just being because you don't need to be productive or working to prove your value. Let me just let you know about that. So if you are under the mindset that as you go into this entrepreneurial possibility that somehow you have to grind, 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 grind every day, all day so that you can prove to somebody, not me, but prove to somebody that you are an entrepreneur, I'm telling you, let that go. (laughs) Let that idea go because it doesn't serve you the way um, the art of allowing, the art of being will do. So I am here to support you in what you have building. And in that support is going to be different facets of LGBTQ plus life as well as business life. And I believe at the, at the surface, not even at the surface, at the foundation, but even deeper than that. It's like the ground that you dig up in order to lay the foundation down. I mean, on that level, the subterranean level of life is this understanding, this knowing that manifestation, calling things forward, allowing your life to be something exponentially different, even exponentially different than anyone in your family, anyone in your life, anyone on your street, anyone in your building has ever even considered it to be. 
That's what I'm hoping for you. I'm hoping that you understand that manifestation is a real thing and that it's not something that you learn to do. It's actually something you've been doing and been doing for quite some time. And so once you really understand the significance, the the awesomeness of manifestation, I believe that your life you're in the trajectory of that life will change for the better and you will never, ever, ever be the same or consider life to be this dismal, dark, depressing dynamic of life. So to help me share this uh, this topic, this joy of manifestation today is we actually have for you, just for you, because I think they're dope, we have a manifestation coach, and her name is Sharon Wells. And not only is she a manifestation coach, but she's also a certified intuitive life coach. And what that means for me um, is somebody that can actually look beyond what you may be telling them and to look deeper to find out what's really going on. And as somebody who identifies as being empathic and being an empath, I value a person that understands the intuitive nature of life and the intuitive nature of who we are. So without further ado, and welcoming to the Entrepreneur Show, I welcome and bring to you Sherry and Will. How are you? Hi, Asa. I am well. How are you? I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic that you have chosen to join us in this moment in time. Uh, before we get started, I usually ask a question that allows us to know you. And for today, the question I have is, can you tell me about the first crush you ever had? Hmm. The first crush I ever had. The first crush I ever had was on Johnny Gill. Um, really? My, 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 my. <laughs> I remember telling my mom I wanted to marry Johnny Gill. And she was like, I don't know if that's possible. But his smile, his charisma, his voice, um, his swagger, if you will, um, I just thought it was awesome. So that was like my first first crush. Well, I I, I wasn't ready for the Donnie <laughs> Neal one, because um, most people <laughs> that talk about you know new edition, because that's what most of us learn Johnny right. Gill from. Most of us right. are like I never heard anybody say Donnie Gill was the crush. However, watching the new edition <laughs> uh, miniseries on BET. I will say that the person who played Johnny Gill definitely made me think about Johnny Gill in a different possibility. Right. <laughs> right. That was that was that was a that was a beautiful specimen that played yes. uh, Johnny Gill's part. I forgot his name, um, but he right. had a singer in his own right. But he, yeah, he did that. He really did that. He, so he did that. He played him very well. I was I was like I remember when I had that crush. Yes. <laughs> Brought up all yeah. kind of past memories. <laughs> well, cool. I'm so glad about that. So as I've stated to the beautiful listener that 
you are here to talk manifestation. And let's just say, let's just pretend that they have never even considered the real power or the definition of manifestation. In your own words, what exactly is it? Manifestation really is creating what it is you want. Um, To some people and some of my clients, that looks like a car or a house or even just a lifestyle. Or some people just desire a different health status. Um, It is creating whatever it is that you want um, for yourself or for your life or for your family. It could be something so small as I wish to have $5 today because that's really how you start to manifest is by starting small. I wouldn't say, you know, someone who's starting their journey to just dive in and say, I'm going to manifest a million dollars, right? You have to put in the work. It is a muscle. Um, The art of manifesting, the actual act of it is a process that you have to practice. And so it is literally just calling in, creating whatever it is that you want um, by visualization, um, by actually drawing it um, through what we call a sigil, or by just speaking it. Um, it, You are, as you said earlier, a powerful, creative being, and you create all the time. Whether or not you know that, okay, I'm thinking of Sarah, and then Sarah just calls, you manifested that call. You put your energy out into the universe, and the universe responded by delivering that call. Or you may say, you know, and my daughter just asked me this today. She said, I want this type of car, and ever since I've said, I wanted this car, I see this car. And I said, it's because it is coming into your present state. So you told the world, the universe, hey, I want X, Y, and Z. And it has no choice but to respond. And so it responded by giving it to you. And the sign that you are getting it is that it shows up in your present reality. Thank you. Thank you for really laying down the framework of what we will be building upon in this conversation, because yes, you are so right. Um, A lot of times we just think that our coincidences and happenstances and deja vu and all that are just, you know, little glitches in the matrix, but in actuality, they really are powerful demonstrations of our manifesting abilities. Right. Um, and so, I, and I love what you just said about the car thing because I think that's something with all of us. We say we want a car, or we actually, let's say we go to the car lot, we pick a car, but maybe we need to come back in the next couple of days. Well, over the next couple of days, we see nothing. We see more of those cars on the road yes. than any other yes. car now. Yes. So yes, that makes total total sense. Um, so with the manifestation, I now I totally believe in it. I believe that I have been able to do everything in my life because I once thought about it and then I once 
believed in that thought, regardless of how brazen or large or complex the particular thought was, if I think it, I really can have it. Now, what about somebody who's in the state where they're listening to us have this conversation, they Mm -hmm. are feeling that life does not love them back, Mm -hmm. they are feeling like their experiences are troublesome and that, you know, this existence is hard and it's going to be hard forever. It's been hard since they were born and they just made up in their mind it's going to be hard until they die. What would you tell them? I would tell them first to take a deep breath because breath is where it all starts. So I would say take a deep breath. And then let's look at the perception of hard, because hard is a relative term. We are comparing it to be hard compared to what? Is that someone else's journey that you're comparing this to? Are you comparing it to what you perceive life should be? Or are you comparing it to what you are trying to accomplish? And so if it is comparing it down the avenue of you trying to accomplish something and you keep stumbling upon a roadblock, then we need to look at what those roadblocks are. Maybe you have experienced losing a home or losing a car or losing family, losing friends. You're unable to keep things. And so what I would say is that is some type of In my world, since I'm a professional chakra healer, that has to do with your chakras, and we can definitely explore that. But if you're losing things, your ability to keep obtaining things and to hold on to it, then that has to do with your core belief about life itself. So we need to explore that. If you believe life is hard and you say life is hard, then the universe responds, by giving you life is hard. But if you say mm-hmm. life flows to me with ease, what I want flows to me with ease. Life is easy. Money is easy. Getting a job is easy. Finding my dream job is easy. If you put the opposite connotation on it, the universe has no choice but to give you the opposite reaction. So then things start to flow a little bit easier. I'm not saying that it will be perfect. I wish it would be perfect. And I wish it was, you know, a smooth sailing world. It's not reality, right? But the overall gist of life, if you put out life flows to me, things flow, XYZ flows with ease. That is what the universe has to respond to. It has to go back to your thought process about whatever it is. So if you're thinking it is hard and you continue to think it is hard, it is going to be hard because that is what you're giving out. But if you change your thought process and change what you think may be hard and just one time say it is easy, then for 21 days, we know that that's what requires change, just say life is easy and then see what happens. Because if you're experiencing setback after setback, my grandmother once told me, if you're already at the bottom, the only way up is the top. 
So you just have to look up and say, okay, from now, I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other. I'm just going to try this one time a day. I'm just going to say, life is easy. This comes to me with ease. And then your mindset will start to change. So you are so, so right about the easy part. I actually came with an, um, I just got that maybe three, four months ago because I've been somebody that has been embracing the struggle, embracing mm-hmm. the hard. And mm-hmm. something that I now know is that it was only that way in life was only, you know, so difficult because right. I have been saying to myself and everybody else, well, you just know it's hard. Well, you just know it's hard. But my thing is, what if you flipped your mindset and say, okay, I know it's hard, but what if, can we just take a few moments to imagine that it was easy? Like, right. what if, what if this relationship was easy? What if this business was easy? What if this relationship with a family member or a lover or a child, mm-hmm. what was that was easy? I even took it to the point that I went to Staples, and you know those mm-hmm. little easy buttons? Yes, yes, yes. I have <laughs> an easy button. Matter of fact, it's right here. Let me see if you can, I wonder if you can hear it. I hear it. So what mine, my easy button, it clicks. And so mm-hmm. with every click, it will click on the different flag. Of, so it'll click on the flag and it'll say it in that language. Wow. Because, and the reason why I do that is, number one, I am manifesting the fact that I am a global brand. I am a global um, citizen of the world. And I need to be around language. I need to be around um, differences all day. And so with that, it, it really pours into me about that knowing and that realization. So I am so with you on the easy part. And you, you're on to something, Asa, because when you're trying to manifest, right, you are working with symbolization, and that's exactly what that is, is symbolization. So for the people that are thinking this is, like, unobtainable for them, find something that symbolizes what you want. So if you want a house, go get the book from the house, cut it out, and put it right in front of you. That is whatever mm-hmm. you're manifesting. If you're manifesting literally easiness or ease to flow in your in your in your life, find you if you can't find the the easy button, find a photo of it on Google and cut it out and put it in front of you because that calls that object into your reality because you're seeing it a lot. So you're putting it in your subconscious, and then subconsciously you'll begin to attract it. You're absolutely onto something. Agreed. So agreed. Now, how did you get into this life, this world of manifestation? Because I, I haven't met too many people who were just born with this or brought up in an environment where that was just 
you know, normal. So how right. did you get into this? So I worked, well, I owned an IT company for about eight years, and I realized that I had the I mean, this is actually how I was introduced to you because I saw you on this actual, like, clip on YouTube. Um, so it's funny you ask. <laughs> and I I know exactly the clip you're talking about. Yes, 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 yes. And I realized that I had an abundance block. And I would have an issue with obtaining money, and then it would go. And I would have a big, like, low spurt and then I would have a high spurt and so I was like what is this and then I realized that I needed to heal and to literally clear some debris and baggage from my life and I saw you on the stage and I was like I think I'm friends with him on (laughs) on Facebook and that was at the beginning of my journey and it was the beginning of me changing my thoughts about how I perceived um, life to be easy or hard, and then how I perceived how money actually came to me, because I was a single mom, and so I was providing for these two girls, and I was like, this can't be life. I know people are out here in their respective religions. I know that they're, you know, getting the life that I know that I can have. What is missing? And then I realized that meditation was missing. I realized that my visualizations were missing. And then bigger than that, I realized that my faith in what I was trying to accomplish was missing. And so Mm. I began on this journey of healing. And so when I began to heal myself, I was like, you know what? Truth is, I really don't like men that much. I am a lesbian. Check. This is my truth. Mm. Truth is, right? Truth is, is that I actually, all this time in the IT realm, I have been giving so much of myself away and actually losing so much is because I am a giver and I really at my core am a healer. So why not just live out my truth as crazy as people might think I am and actually explore this healing journey and to help people heal. And so I stopped my IT firm. And I became a master Reiki healer. And then I got more certifications as a chakra practitioner. I opened up a wellness space um, for healing here in South Carolina called the Spartanburg Salts Cave. And Mm -hmm. it has been a rewarding journey um, to heal myself and now be able to answer people's questions with certainty on what they're experiencing and to help them heal. So that's how I got started. Well, cool. I'm so, I had, I really had no clue that I <laughs> uh, even played a small role in getting yes. into all that. But I'm so glad that I, yeah, I'm so glad that it worked out that yes. way and it finally came to pass. So that's cool. I like that. And congratulations. Yes. On um, your shift from going from the IT agency into being a Ricky practitioner uh, to open up your own spot in South Carolina, like all of those things. Thank Um, you. Because my thing is, a lot of times people will have the same thoughts. I've talked to many, many a person 
and they are mm-hmm. kind of like in the stage where you were. They're in a place mm-hmm. like South Carolina. You know, of, course, of course, I'm from Oklahoma, so I feel like they are, you know, sister places. Right. Uh, they're not. Right. They're not greatly well known, but they're known. There are people there. Um, right. And it's so different. And of course, when visitors come, I'm like, oh, I didn't know them be like this. I'm like, well, yeah, I know. So yeah. <laughs> they. So they're they're in one way. They're trying to do everything traditionally, and when they really get to the root of who they are, who they desire to be, they start getting excited. And then what happens? The excitement stops because the consideration of how other people are going to mm-hmm. feel about it comes. Absolutely. And Absolutely. then they block themselves. And they're like, well, right. that can't happen. And I'm like, who told you it couldn't happen? You it made happened. that up. Right, right. Right, that that is a that is a uh, fence or a, a boundary we place we place on ourselves because if you say I can't do this, the question is why. And and one of my one of my clients asked me that same question. She said, um, as an entrepreneur, how did you know that you could do this because it's so exponentially different than anything we have mm-hmm. here in South Carolina. And you know what I told her? It was never one second that I thought I couldn't. Right. And so if you just believe in yourself, think in order for you to kind of succeed at anything, you have to have some degree of ignorance to it, if you will, because you have mm-hmm. to take off the blinders off and knock out all the what ifs. Just don't even think about it. And go for it with all you have. Because the worst that can happen is that you learn. It's not necessarily a failure. It's a lesson. And so you mm-hmm. get something from it. And so you can pick that up. People say, oh, I have to start all over. No, you're starting from experience. So you take exactly. that trick that you have built this other experience on, and you build another one and another one, and you just keep going. Don't don't ever stop or put that placement on yourself. Oh, I can't do it. It's always a way. Always, 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 always a way. And I will say that when I first came out with, well, first of all, when I first came out, and then when I started being very clear and very vocal, because clarity sure. is one thing. But when you add your voice behind the clarity and you mm-hmm. actually step out on that manifestation and the, the the call, and I say, you know, I help queer identified people create their first $10,000 in business. When I say that, now it's like, mm. wait, what? How are you doing that? How Like, you can't do that. Like, you're leaving people on the table, and you're doing this, and you're shutting off a market like church. Um, right. Um, and I'm like, no, this is who I am. And now, when I meet people, they're like, I heard about you. How did you do that? Like, how did you know? And now it's a totally different thing. Now people don't question me. Right. Now they question how I did it. Did it. That's a totally different, totally different perspective, Asa. Yes. But I, I dig it, and I will say that everybody's success really is waiting on you taking the action of your yes to yourself. Once you give yes. the yes to you, just watch everything else happen because people really are wanting there there is a a market for you. Like there really, really is. Even if you think there isn't, you just have to get mm-hmm. clear about who that market is. 
I agree. Yes is a is a powerful powerful word. Um, if if people are trying to create a business, and the number one thing that I see when um, my business clients come to me and they're like, I'm stuck, I, I can't. I ask them, did you give yourself permission to accept whatever comes along with this, right? Because when when people are having a roadblock, and the most common roadblock is about abundance. And so mm-hmm. when people say, I am unable to get that first $1,000, or I'm unable to make any money in my business, I can't get a positive cash flow, the very first thing I said, did you talk to yourself and give yourself permission to receive it? Because so often, so many people, um, no matter the gender, no matter the race, so many parents have said, you can't have that, it costs so much. You can't do that, that's that's for so-and-so. So we've heard our whole lives while we couldn't have it. So our, our being is accustomed to shutting down and saying, oh, I, I can't do that. But if you talk mm-hmm. to yourself, and just say, I give myself permission to be successful. I give myself permission to be a millionaire. I give myself permission to make this thousand dollars. Then your inner being begins to open up, and it begins to get on the path, as um, Abraham Hicks likes to say, of the most least resistance. And so, I love Abraham when, Hicks. Yes. And and when you stop resisting it and you give yourself permission to receive it, then your heart opens and it's like a wonderful bridge to whatever it is you want. So totally agree with you um, about all of that. And I will say the abundance conversation sometimes just needs to be tweaked because sometimes, or a lot of times, we are abundant in different things. So I'm talking to, Absolutely. most of the time I'm talking to single queer people. And mm-hmm. so you have this abundance on Tinder. You have this abundance on Grindr. Mm-hmm. You have this abundance mm-hmm. on Plenty of Fish. Like people just throwing it at you. Just throwing right. it at you. <laughs> and my thing is, but why is that? It's because you right. give so much energy in your day on those platforms. Mm. And so what you give your attention to, it is reciprocal and it gives you something. And so you start to feed into one another and so it's a cycle. You give attention to it, it gives attention to you and it just goes and it goes and it goes. So if you're on Tinder, Grindr, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, Scruff, like if you're on all these things, you know, six hours a day, and you right. work your business one hour a day because you wrote a post and you know you know you did a video, <laughs> and now you want to know why is this not balanced or why is the abundance not coming in this thing that I really really want? Well, you there's no evidence to convict you that that's right. really what you want because all your attention is for you know a girlfriend, the dating. a boyfriend, yeah, it's dating. And it has right. nothing to do with business. So you really do have abundance. It's just not focused. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if if you find that you're out of balance, I agree with you. Take a look at your day and see what your day consists of. And so I'm a big proponent of organizing time. 
And so, and I remember you posted a post something about time and if it exists or not. Don't don't quote me directly on that. But I I do I do my day in chunks as an entrepreneur. And I feel like whether you are going directly by a clock or whether you're going by a timer, everything has a time. And so a it's segment okay. of intention. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you segment it and give it that respective intention and that intentional time, then you're complete with it and give your intention to something else so that you may be able to have that abundance in which you seek. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So agreed. Um, yes. What What is something, do you think there's a hard part to this because I can hear somebody saying while well, they're listening to our conversation, but you guys just don't understand. You guys already have it. You just don't understand. This is hard. Yeah. Like it's just not coming. So if somebody is saying that, what would your answer be to them? My answer to them would be it is hard because you have a blockages to it being easy. So if it is hard then you need to think about what exactly are you thinking that makes it hard because the formula is fairly simple. Set your intention, pay attention to it, give you give something a visualization or listen to it or smell it, feel it, touch it, and then let it go. Same thing, repeat, 21 days. 21 days of consistency will help bring whatever that is to you. Now, of course, there are deeper steps, so we can talk about it, but that's the main gist. So it is not as difficult as it as it seems. And it can, I will give, I will tell you that in the beginning of trying to manifest, there will be resistance because you have to shed the old mindset. You have to shed your old belief system. So you're doing an, a, literally an about face about whatever you have believed your entire life. So did you believe these thoughts all in one day? No, you believe them over the span of years. So it will be a little bit of resistance to be completely transparent and honest, but you have to push through. And so what I tell my clients is, your ability to push through this change of a mindset and somebody else's may not look the same. And so don't give up. If it's truly, okay, I want to be able to co-create, I want to be able to manifest, then you just have to push through that that thought process and get to the core of what you want and getting in alignment with it. And it, Indeed. It, it could take, yeah, it could, take, it could take help. I mean, because... If it were easy, everyone would be out here manifesting the lottery. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. We'd have mm-hmm. millionaires everywhere. So that's why we have coaches, and that's why we have podcasts, like your beautiful podcast. And that's why we have these tools to help. So if you find that it's hard and it's stuck, definitely reach out to someone and just say, I'm at the beginning of this. What can what can I do? Can you help me? And I'm pretty sure that there might be some type of guide, some type of tool, a podcast, a affirmation, 
guided meditation, something that that person has that they can give to you or tell you, okay, this is an affordable purchase, or, hey, this is a gift that I'm giving to you so that you can start your journey. So I definitely agree with uh, what you stated. And another way that people may consider this in their own mind as far as the hard part, it's like take Hoarders, the the show Hoarders on A&E. And Mm -hmm. over year after year, years and decades, people have been collecting things into their house. And you have been mentally collecting things. And then one day you hear about manifestation, and it's like you have been collecting junk inside your house, and then one day you hear about manifestation, and you look around and say, oh, I want a clean house. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? First off, you got to deal with all the crap that you've accumulated and all oh. the energy that you've been allowing things to come in. You have to first stop that, and once you stop it, you still have to deal with everything you've been bringing into your space. Absolutely. So now you have to, I mean, that is, the, the mental thought is instantaneous. The, then there's something called the gestation period. The gestation period is when things can actually grow or actually come into your experience. So, yes, you right. can think about, you know, a million or you can think about, a button or Abraham Hicks talking about, you know, uh, you can set, you can manifest a button and you can manifest a castle. And the only thing that makes you think <laughs> that a castle is bigger than a button is your thought about the thing. Absolutely. Because it takes, the, it doesn't take more energy to manifest the castle than it does the button. It's the same amount of energy. Exactly. So my thing is while you're, it's like within sales, when you're, doing your your product, your service pricing, and you're thinking, you know, well, everybody ain't got money, so I should probably, you know, have my – I had a coach tell me that, you know, her service was $25 an hour. Mm-hmm. I told her, I said, so you basically telling me you cannot go and have Red Lobster after an hour's worth of work. <laughs> that, my dear, is trifling. And so right. the thing is, you you the energy that you're making your your program twenty five dollars, the same amount of energy somebody else will pay twenty five hundred. Exactly, without without hesitancy. Exactly, without any hesitation. So. I really do believe that uh, manifestation is real. Now, how do you see manifestation coming into getting over old hurts? Mm. Because within the LGBTQ plus community, you know, everyone may not be, even though they may be business-minded, considering business, there's also quite a bit of things that they've had to deal with growing up. It may be sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. They may come from the hands of a family member, uh, a parent, um, a sibling, a cousin, or even a former spouse or a current lover. Mm. Yes. Yes. It, it's, it's healing. And, and everyone's healing doesn't look the same. And so when you face 
what that hurt was. I, I believe in coming from someone who has had many hurts, family, friends, business hurts, networking hurts, a lot of hurts. When you when you realize what this hurt is and you stare it in the face, you have a choice. Am I going to carry it with me or am I going to leave it? Because it's just kind of like what you said about the hoarders. If you continue to carry it with you, then it's not changing anything. But if you acknowledge it and deal with it and heal from it, then it leads a a path so that you have no resistance to what it is. And I, I remember, for me, someone who had to heal, I, I remember sitting there and I was thinking, why is, to me, and why is love so hard? And so I thought love isn't hard. It's the fact that I've been hurt so many times in love. And so I think that it is hard because of my hurt. So then I began to dissect my hurt. And then I had to look at my role in that hurt. And and everybody, you know, any any type of abuse or anything like that, I'm not saying that was anyone's fault. But in my relationships, my role was that I didn't have the courage to leave. Or if I left, I thought, well, they will have, X, Y, and Z over me, or I I felt guilty for leaving, right? So when I mm-hmm. realized my role and my ability to move forward and my inability to walk in my truth or my inability to have my voice and say, no, this isn't something that I like or want for myself, then I realized that it was my responsibility to move past that, to take that in stride and to take those lessons and to move forward. And so when I when I began to move forward, the path wasn't as hard. And when I when I really got clear on what the hurt was, what I learned from it. And then I began truly this is how I literally manifested my wife. I literally said, these are the things that I do want. Because I'm clear on what I don't want. So Mm -hmm. this is what I do want. And so I wrote it out. I wrote it out. And so every day I got on my knees and I had an altar. And I literally said, thank you for, and I had 28 things that I was thankful for. Thank you that I have a wife that likes to travel. Thank you that I have a wife that is good to my children. That's so beautiful. Yes. And so everything that I didn't want, I turned it into a positive, wrote it out, spoke it, and within like six weeks, I met my wife, and then eight weeks later, we got married. It can happen. Wow. It can happen. I love those stories. Yes. And something else that I would like to bring into the manifestation conversation is that, how how do I want to word this? How do I want to word this? 
There is no lack for anyone. So please mm-hmm. don't feel that because you now want a life mate, because now you want a certain amount of money, now because you want joy, there is not some silo of joy, some some bag of money, and there's only limit there's only you know a certain limit on that if everyone in the world manifested the thing that they truly truly desire for themselves i believe that it would not have anything to do with anything that comes from a place of fear it would come from Mm -hmm. a place of love so they people want to be loved and respected and you know loved on and so if everybody really stayed with a truly wanted, not out mm-hmm. of fear, from a place of love, there would be enough for everybody. And please know that sometimes when you get a no in your relationship, a no in your business, is to help somebody else in their manifestation. And it's possible that you didn't truly want that. Right. Or your motives for wanting it were totally off base, but somebody else's weren't. And so when you have that level of contrast, and when I say contrast, let's say you want a wife, you want a husband, but what you're getting is these raggedy people in your Facebook inbox. Mm -hmm. So that would be contrast. So my thing is based on that contrast, that's giving you information to get more clear about the things that you desire. Absolutely. And when you get that, oh, sorry, Mm -hmm. go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. I was going to say when you get that that contrast, you can you can immediately turn it around and you can say like let's say you're ma- manifesting a, a life mate, right? And you mm-hmm. end up getting someone, let's say they just have something simple. Maybe their teeth are messed up. And so mm-hmm. you are like, you know what? I really don't like them. I don't like this or I don't like that. And you can literally say in that moment, I am so happy and grateful that my life mate has a beautiful smile, that my life mate has X, Y, and Z. So you're literally manifesting and putting out in the universe exactly what you want. So it's it's not that you have to be stuck with that debris, as I call it, of what it is that you've received, you're just sifting through that because I totally agree. There is an abundance of anything that you want. I remember over the Christmas holiday, we got a lot of people coming into the spa, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm only going to have just gift cards coming in (laughs) after the new year. And then I said, wait a minute, you know what? The the universe doesn't just deliver gift cards. It's an abundance of money. It's new people out there. So I literally start to say I'm receiving new clients with an abundance of money now. And so it mm-hmm. took the limits off of whatever I thought I was only going to get. And truth be told, we didn't just get gift cards. We've gotten regular paying customers. So I agree with you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I definitely no, you're agree good. with you. I definitely no, agree. I just, I just have a lot of passion when we discuss the manifestation possibilities of things. 
Um, yes. And also being able to know what to do when the, it feels like manifestation isn't working. Um, I will yes. say that there definitely needs to be a level of gratitude because mm-hmm. my what my manifestation looks like is feeling from um, a reality rather than of the reality. So that mm-hmm. was like a car. Rather than thinking about the car or thinking of the car, I think from the car. So if I'm thinking mm-hmm. from the car, that means I literally have to be in the car. In the I'm thinking car, from right? it, which means I'm feeling the steering wheel, I'm feeling the pedal, I'm feeling the seats, even the climate-controlled seats. I'm feeling the cup holder. <laughs> I'm looking out the driver's seat window. Like, I'm feeling from it. So my thing is, what is your feeling of when your wish is fulfilled? Mm, very and that's And that's what you feel now. You don't wait until you have the thing. You Feel the feeling so that the energy and the feeling matches with the feeling of you actually having it. Exactly. Because you have to trick yourself into thinking you already have it. And mm-hmm. once you once you once you change that perception, it's it's like if you one thing that works really, really well for me, and this is probably a very, I don't know, different trick. But if, 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 well, when, let's say that, when I needed money to do something, right, you know what I would do? It would be very strange. I would smell the money. And that mm. put the money into my reality, and it put me right on the vibration of that money. And so then the money would come with ease because I am manifesting from the money and not mm-hmm. in a different space. So, yes. Yes, I agree with you that if you even it, it even if and I and since I'm an intuitive um life coach, I feel that some somebody we're listening to, I keep getting a house. So somebody we're listening to is trying to manifest a house. So whoever mm-hmm. it is, just go in the house. Go in the <laughs> house and feel the house because I keep getting it. So We'll just walk with what my gift is, right? Go in the Mm -hmm. house, build the house, sit in the house, and visualize you being in the house. What would it be like to hear your family there, your friends there, seeing your children, your dog, your pet, whatever? What would that be like? And don't rush the moment. If you're going to get a car and you're in the car and you're, just having like, oh, I wonder what this would be. Don't let that sales rep rush you. Just say, can you give me a minute? And mm-hmm. take your time. And and exactly what you just said, feel it, smell it. And that's how you begin to bring it into your presence. Agreed, agreed. This has been a quality and time-deserving conversation that I have definitely desire to have for some time. Um, I appreciate the fact that you have come on. Uh, Before we end, what would be, if you could just say one last thing to the listener with their beautiful self, what would that be in order to 
let them know that not only is manifestation possible, but it's divinely their right to have it and use it. Absolutely. I would say that nothing that you want is out of your reach, no matter what it is, no matter how big that dream might seem, no matter how lofty that goal is, or no matter how far out that dream seems to be from your present state. You, you're listening to someone that went from being a welfare recipient to a six-figure business owner. And so I'm telling you from experience that nothing, nothing that you want is impossible. And I love all of you. And I appreciate so much that you took time out of your day to listen to Asa and myself. Indeed. And so I want to make sure they have the ability to follow you because they may be interested um, or ready to have someone sure. coach them through their manifestation possibilities, maybe the, the Reiki um, and that whole um, fear of what you provide and the services that you offer. So if they want to reach out to you, how do they find you? You can find me on Instagram as success with Sharian, that is S-H-E-R-I-A-N, or you can just go to my website, uh, which is successwithsharian.com, and I look forward to helping you accomplish your dream. Well, that's awesome. So glad that you shared that. Please, people, you can manifest a manifestation coach or you can just, you know, go to the website, <laughs> go to the Instagram page, and actually just take a level of action. There's nothing wrong with taking action because guess what? Manifestation is all about harvesting something. But guess what? You can't harvest what you don't plant. Right. So please go plant a message. <laughs> go, go plant an email uh, Sharon's way so that you can have – uh, your next next be the way you envision it. And as always, please know that we are here for you. We love the fact that you are listening to the Entrepreneur Show. Please write a review. Let us know uh, that we gave you a five-star experience. And just in case we didn't, leave us one anyway and give us the feedback to let us know what we can do to ensure your next experience is, in fact, five-star. I'm Asa Laveau, dreams and blessings.